Last time, our heroes set forth on their chosen path to rescue a former colleague, now imprisoned at Flavorton Prison. The rest of the watch goes out in pursuit of bringing an end to this horrible war. However, Flavorton Prison is run by the Faith, complicating an already difficult situation for Chosh, whose own actions led to the imprisonment of Arthur. We return now, just as they arrive on the scene. Let's get back to the action. The ship shudders as it enters the anti-magic field. I'm not so sure about this. A large stone octagonal citadel sits amidst the crashing waves, a walled fortress barely above the tides, with a small courtyard in the center of the prison. Large metal tubes protrude from the building into the ocean, and steam billows from the vents. You hear a voice that seems to emanate from the walls themselves, a voice magically magnified. And it says, Who are you? You've entered restricted faith, airspace. Identify yourself at once. Go on, dear. You'll do fine. Chosh uh, leans into, I suppose we have like a microphone or? It seems like uh, your response will just My be response heard. will just be magically interpreted. Okay. Um, well, then Chosh sort of looks out and up and... Uh, as if he's lying, um, with a little bit of uncertainty, we'll say, uh, it's Chosh, the Hand of the Faith. You hear muttering. This is most irregular. <laughs> you may land. We weren't expecting you to be, uh... We'll talk when you land. And you continue to approach unmolested. So far, so good. As you disembark from the airship, Catherine hands each of you three potion vials based off what you selected. Each of you receives a potion of water breath and shrinking. Drifter, you receive a potion of flight. Lola, you receive a potion of lightning breath. And Chosh, you, re you receive a potion of liquid obstacle. Catherine, dearie, do you think this will be all right? It'll, it'll be fine. They won't suspect a thing. There's, this will go off without a hitch. Don't worry about it. Just remember, the anti-magic field will make it so you can't use any of your regular magic, Lola. But these potions will carry you through if things get dicey. Don't worry about it. Besides, you have all your items, and Edgar with you anyway. Oh, bother. Well, I'll do my best. You disembark, ascending with those wires that you've used before, as you land onto the small courtyard inside the center of the prison. You are met by an enormous man, who you can only assume is the warden. He's half Orca. You see, part of his face has been burned away, revealing a metal prosthetic jaw of gold. Most of his Orca features are in his upper torso. He even has a tail, but he does have regular arms and limbs as well. Seems to be fairly grizzled. And he says, I am Warden Corrigan of Flavorton Prison. 
we, uh, weren't expecting you so soon. He looks at you, Chosh. We thought diligence was coming in an hour or so. Under, uh, but beneath the, uh, beneath the helmet, uh, Chosh briefly lets a panicked face emerge. And then, um, he sort of stands up straight and says, yes, well, I just wanted to make sure everything is ready for him before he arrives. Of course. Seems only night. Seems only natural. The hand of the faith would do such a thing. Please allow me to escort you inside. And he beckons you to follow him. He doesn't ask about us. He doesn't. Drifter and Lola and Shrivel have a nervous glance at this uh, plan that's already going kind of askew. Mm. Well, we better act fast, dear. You enter into the main atrium of the prison. It's a circular room with a large metal circular scaffold that goes up two floors to what appears to be the guards' accommodations and command center. In the middle of the scaffold, there is a large hole that seems to go down hundreds of feet. A pair of dangerous-looking mechanisms sit on the edge of this pit with a lever. The floor here is ceramic. Um, just a ceramic tile that lends a bit of color, a little, like, coral blue color to the room. It's fairly spartan otherwise. As you enter, you pass two guards. A man who looks like a hammerhead shark. And I missed the other one. And... Uh, and a man who looks like his head is a squid. And you continue to pass this, noticing that many of the half-elves who work here, though there are very few, all seem to be aquatic in nature. Warden, Warden Corrigan says to you, Naturally, you'll be wanting a tour, yes? I can send one of my men with you, should you desire. Uh, Drifter will, uh, will step up and say, We shall be plenty protection for Master Josh here. Roll a deception check. Oh, did that count? Uh, re-roll it if it's stuck. 20. Nice. All right. Uh, he, he's, he, he looks at you. He goes, Very well. Where are you off to within the prison? Um, Josh will say, I think uh, Diligence would want to see the roughest and most hardened criminals. So wherever you keep the uh, the most unscrupulous individuals is where we want to be. Of course. It's only natural. I assume he was coming here for another session with him anyway. Please, I'll, I'll call the elevator. He's on the bottommost floor. Unfortunately, you'll have to take a second one. Once you've reached the bottom one, here. It's the door opposite you. He pulls the lever. You see sparks fly from those mechanisms attached to the uh, pit. And you see a circular sort of elevator rise at rapid speeds back up to your level. And he gestures to go on. says... Don't worry. We've never had any issues before. He says, um, just be careful. Most of the defenses. I'm sorry, is, is he smoking or? 
He's breathing. He's, he's breathing. A, he's a fucking whale. His gills. Yeah, it's his breath. Oh. Wait, orcas. Yeah, he Why can, would orcas breathe like that? He just has a messed up jaw. Yeah, he's, you didn't hear. Oh, you could yeah. see his teeth. Like it's like That's his true. jaw That's is true. burnt off. Um, says most of the defenses are automated. Should anything happen, you'll uh, be in a difficult spot. <laughs> but everything is safe. Yeah, this reminds something. This reminds Lola of something. Um, Something that she hasn't thought about for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything is automated. Mm-hmm. Really, the last place that was entirely automated was Eden. Eden five. Uh, yeah. Was Eden five? Does this uh, is this approximately the location of another Eden? It is not, but that is a very good question. It does seem oddly um, technological, considering most of the faith's uh, stuff. Just most mm. of the faith's tactics. This seems like a fairly advanced facility. May I ask? It doesn't like particularly resemble Eden Five, though. No. Very mm. astute. Okay. I like that. Um, may I ask, uh, Warden? May I ask? Um, your your prison does appear to be rather technologically advanced. Please, Warden Corgan, will you tell me the history of your prison? When was this established? <laughs> It's been a long time. Much older than me. The faith built it. Earlier at its inception for the worst heretics. Hmm. It is advanced because the faith has deemed it so. We have only the best equipment here. You must be honored to be a part of it. Of course. (laughs) I select... These men, personally, for their, well, diligence. (laughs) And the, you know, half aquatic part. He looks at you, kind of glares at you. And he looks back at you, Lola. Is that all, girl? I, uh, dislike... Being called girl. I'm sure. I guess maybe a small part of me is flattered, but mainly I'm offended. Um, primarily, that's that's rather rude. Um, so uh, I I I say, oh, yes, indeed. Thank you, Warden. Uh, we shall be going now, won't we, Josh? Yes. <laughs> no need to be scared, girly. <laughs> Hand of the faith will keep you safe. Yes. <laughs> I feel um, so scared. <laughs> um, he walks away. <laughs> oh, wait, I have one more line. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's, it's been good, Warden, but uh, we, we got bigger fish to fry. Oh, no! <laughs> Shit, fuck. Don't. <laughs> he walks over to you. <laughs> uh, roll a persuasion attempt. Is that is that persuasion? Is that very persuasive? Oh god! <laughs> oh, it is. Why? It's a six. He uh, comes over. He kind of picks you up with one hand, just kind of grabs your clothes, holds you up, and he is is kind of putrid, disgusting fish breath. Just breathes in your face and says, "Be careful, friend." 
else you might be swimming with the fishes too. Then he drops you. My apologies. And I'm uh, I'm sorry. Very very poor choice of words. Am I? I'm sorry too. <laughs> he he says odd company you keep. And very well. I will await your return. You get on the elevator and begin descending what appears to be hundreds of feet. As you continue to go down deeper and deeper, the smell of brine is more pervasive, and a general feeling of dampness just becomes the air. You can't just not feel wet down here. Eventually, the elevator reaches the final floor. A circular floor not unlike the one you were at the atrium above, save for the fact that the ceiling here is much lower. On the walls, there are green copper sculptures of sea life that adorn the walls. You know, like mermaids, shells, octopuses, etc. And you see doors leading off in eight directions. But since you since you mentioned it to uh, the warden, he did point out the proper door to you, which you can easily follow. Proceeding forward, you enter into a high-vaulted ceilinged room. Much more attention has been paid to the decoration here, with moldings on the wall and columns that support the room. At the end of the room is another elevator to the lowest level. The copper grate frame on it is green with age. You see a man with the head of a great white shark with a ring of keys around his neck. And he walks by you, seemingly uncaring. He's an enormous man. He's like twice the size of a normal man. Um, I just I wanted to understand, because you said, yeah, to accurately size. I mean, they're, like, they're big men, but I don't think they're like... They're big boys. Whale size. <laughs> no, he's, not, I mean, he's a big boy, but he's not that big of a boy. <laughs> just, <it's> like <laughs> eight hundred pound man. <laughs> I mean, just a beluga whale is the final boss here, and he just you can't beat him. I think whales are actually way bigger than eight hundred. Well, that's pounds, not, no, no, that's no, one yeah, of the yeah, smaller be, ones. Uh, but no, that is not uh, what's going Wait, on. Is there gonna be a manatee guard? All right. So you're in this uh, large atrium with a elevator at the end of it. Did you do you say anything or interact with the shark man at all? Oh, uh, or do you oh, just keep yeah, yeah, I have a question for him. Whoa. Do we need him? Yeah. Chosh uh, is going to say, Chosh is going to like sort of stumble out. This is a performance. This is a fake. I'm I'm lying like a liar. Chosh is going to sort of stumble out <laughs> and say, "Oh, I hate elevators." And then he's going to look at the um, the great white shark man and say, "Sir." Is there any other way back up? You could always swim. Also, uh, Bre- uh, uh, Josh, why don't you like elevators? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The shark man leaves you. He continues walking away. And as you walk towards the elevator, you hear an alarm sound. Red lights flash on the walls. The release of sea creatures that you thought were just statues instead start pouring out salty water from their eyes and mouths, and the room quickly begins to fill with ocean. This place sucks. Oh, no. oh. Should we get to the elevator? Um, well, we do have our potions. Um, perhaps we could surreptitiously... Drifter's going, uh, going to say, let, let, everyone gets to the elevator, and we all swim towards... Oh, mind you, I'm not b- built for swimming, but all, all right. <laughs> That's fine. You can do whatever you want. We, we, we can't drink potions underwater can we no you cannot so we should drink their potion <laughs> yes dear i think that's a great idea um, well chash is going to drink it because chash is going to have the horrifying epiphany that he is wearing heavy armor 
oh no <laughs> it's this is just water breathing it doesn't allow you to it's float okay. no it doesn't it's just water that's okay as you, can, you can only breathe under josh water. is going to drink the potion of water breathing and <laughs> and say not my okay. finest moment and uh put his helmet back down drifter will immediately chug his potion and signal everybody to run to the new to the elevator and uh as i uh i, I watch josh as he's taking his potion and i i give him a sly little wink and like nice to see you handsome and I take <laughs> guys we gotta move we don't have time for i'm taking my drink <laughs> you slosh through the already knee-deep water towards the elevator drifter you pull on the elevator door it is locked um, pardon, God. You already hear, you hear the footsteps behind you. You see the shark man come back. Oh, hello. <laughs> His eye is red with malice. Oh, dear. What's happened? Suddenly, he starts retching. Oh. And he begins to change. Oh, no. His arms begin to elongate. His fingers become webbed with claw-like talons. He keels over, and octopus tentacles, sorry, and octopus tentacles, dangerously fluorescent, grow from his open maw. That's gross. It's super gross, like from, but actually it doesn't make his bite super scary because now it's all tentacles like in his mouth. The water is already up to your waist. What do you want to do? Maybe I'm foolish, but I, I don't understand why this alarm is going off right now. Um, you know, Bradley, that's a great point. Why is the alarm going off? So Chosh is going to scream, Sir, what's going on? Before blows are exchanged. You don't hear any response from the creature. It seems like it's almost out of control. Okay. Almost as if it had like a pre-programmed idea of what it should be doing right now. Okay. Uh, Chosh is going to, um, I suppose, walk up and run through. Is uh, I, I I like the irony of water whipping him. I'm gonna water whip him. All right, roll to yeah. hit him. Yeah. All right. So that is a thirteen or fourteen, right? Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That will hit. Uh, so from your bracer springs a jet of water that you grab with your hand and bring it down like a whip, cracking it on the back of this strange creature. Roll for damage. What damage does it do again? I believe it's a D8. Bl- that sounds right to me. Okay. Uh, as he does as he does this, Chosh is oh, great. Um, <laughs> is, Good roll. Is that, is that plus my strength? So then it's yeah. five damage total. Um, okay. You bring the whip down. It slams against the creature and then breaks because water isn't a particularly effective means against a aquatic creature. It makes a red, angry sort of uh, abrasion on the back of it, but... He doesn't seem to really mind. Lola, at your turn, the water has already risen up to your chest level. You're oh, beginning to start treaded water now. What would you like to do? Well, um, Drifter, I have an idea. I don't know whether it will. I don't know whether it will work, but I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, here it goes. Um, and so I, and I run as far as I can. And my lips are still wet from the water-breathing po- potion. Mm-hmm. And I find my miniature potion mm-hmm. that Catherine gave me. And... Drink it? Yes. Okay. I open it up and 
uh, pour it down my throat, and I become as small as... You become about six inches tall. All right, this will do. Uh, And I'm going to try to climb on to the beast before me. Okay, so why don't you roll an acrobatics check to swim and then also climb on top of it before you drink the potion. Okay, great. All right, that's a 13. Um, I would say that's enough to swim over to the creature, Mm -hmm. uh, but maybe not enough to climb onto it. But you are next to it right now. That's fine. Am I small? Do you want to be small right now? Yes. Okay. You are now, you drink the potion. You're next to the giant creature. You are now minuscule. Because I can't drink it under the underwater. No, you can't. So okay. You are this now, is my only opportunity. You are now very small. Yay. Uh, okay. That leaves us at Drifter's turn. What would you like to do? The water is pouring in from the four dolphins? Uh, yeah, sure. They're from four specific dolphins on each of the pillars. And nowhere else. We'll say just okay. from four of the pillars, sure. Um, probably not worth trying to stop it there because there's four of them. So Drifter will realize that and uh, do the only thing that he can see as the right course of action at this moment. And that's draw a card. Draw a card. Okay. okay. Draw it from your dual disc. Are they magical enough to be waterproof? Yeah, they're fine. Okay. Don't worry about it. All right. Four hearts. Ooh. Four of hearts. All right. You pick up the card. It begins to glow a sort of you know, translucent blue color, and you it kind of starts burning your hands. You drop it, and it sort of sinks into the water, and from it springs a sort of ghostly form of a knight in shining armor with a sword, and he draws his sword, and he says, Which way to battle? <laughs> um, which way to battle? Uh, do north, my friend. Fairly so, and he starts trudging kind of through the water. North is where the creature is. Yeah, north is where the creature is. Yeah, you're not insane. Uh, He just trudges through the water like it's not there. He just, you know, stumps forward, and he brings up his sword, and he says, How about you, foul beast? And he swings his sword at it. You see it cut off one of the tentacles, and that goes flying, and a purplish blood spills into the dark, dark, murky water of the ocean that is filling the room. So Drifter will be a little in shock about this whole thing that's going on, but I'll... um, kind of trudge right behind it mm-hmm. um and he will attempt he will also attempt to jump on the creature um not for any minuscule p- purpose mm-hmm. but okay. to help cut off some of these limbs okay so you can do like a running jump at one of the limbs sure that's R- better roll an acrobatic check well you gotta swim you can't really jump in the water but you can swim over to it yeah yeah swim and then dive. Roll an acrobatics or an athletics if that's better i assumed acrobatics was better for you elizabeth that's why I let you roll yes acrobatics. i know yeah that's a 12. 12 is only enough to get you to swim over to the uh, creature. Do you have an action that we'd like to do? Yeah. Oh, then I'll swing my knife at it. Okay, roll to hit with your knife. Please don't hit me. You're very small. It's almost impossible to hit you right now. 10? 10. 10. You take your knife and you kind of swing at the creature, but it's uh, quite slippery and you know, you're know you not accustomed to really moving in the water yet. Uh, so you swing too wide and it easily dodges out of the way. It is now the creature's turn and you've also nicely moved right in front of it. So all of you will take a attempt at grapple. Oh, however, for Lola, it will be a disadvantage, and she is lucky because I rolled a 20 the first time. Uh, uh, Chosh, it grabs you around the stomach and lifts you into the air. That's just terrible. Uh, Drifter, it wraps one of its tentacles around your arm, um, the one with the gauntlet, and starts trying to pull at it, uh, but it doesn't take it off. And the other one tries to grab the ghost... Uh, tries to grab the ghostly knight and it just kind of goes through it. Uh, it slaps at the water where Lola is, but it really can't see where you are. You're way too small. 
the those of you that have been grappled will take three damage. So that's really just Chosh, actually. So Chosh, you will take three damage. I can dig it. And you are held above the water. You're the only person above the water. And now the water is above head level. You are effectively swimming at this point. The room is about halfway full. So Chosh, what would you like to do with your turn? Um, I would love to... Um, not to, drown? To not, to not be being held by this tentacle. Um, mm-hmm. So the water whip, it seems, wasn't, wasn't super effective against this. So we, we, we are operating via Pokemon rules, um, which is important to keep in mind. So, um, yes, this is, this is a level 57, uh, for alligator. Oh my God. Um, oh, I'm only like level oh, four. Um, <laughs> um, oh, wait, 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 can't, I can do like a shark bite. Yeah. I'm going to bite this guy like a shark. So, okay. You do have a bite attack as part of your yeah. armor. Uh, you may roll. Okay. To hit. Yeah. I'm going to bite him. So that's, uh... That definitely hits. Roll a 1d4 and then add your strength to it. That is seven. Your helmet sort of opens with a, rather than showing your face, a sort of rows and rows of shark teeth. As you, gra- as you grab onto a mass of the tentacle that's grabbing you, you rip and tear at it, and you actually tear it off, and you fall into the water again, and you sink to the bottom on the floor. Fantastic. So I'm going to bite off another tentacle, because I've, I've tasted blood now. Yum, All right, yum, yum. roll again. <laughs> How'd it taste? Uh, so that is... Like calamari. Well, then that's 14. Oh, that'll hit. All right. Yeah. You bite onto the tentacle that's holding Drifter. Uh, it relinquishes its grasp as part of it remains stuck to his gauntlet, spurting some of that purple blood. The creature sort of recoils backwards at this point and begins moving towards one of the walls. Uh, Lola, it is your turn. I'm very tiny. Don't know why. And I'm in water. Okay. Okay. Well, um... If you were one of the DK crew, which would you <laughs> This con the choice. Shrink. Lola, as this small aquatic spider woman, is going to around the creature to the back of its head near its neck. How about you roll an acrobatics check to climb onto the creature? That is a 12. Uh, okay. You climb onto the creature about as high as you can go, which is uh, about two feet. So I think it's better. Yeah, it's about two feet. That's how far you can climb onto the creature. So you're on some part of the creature. Which part? We'll say somewhere around the neck. Sure. What would you like to do? I'm around the neck. Oh, excellent. That was quite difficult. Okay. Um, Do I see the key or the chain that held the keys? Uh, yeah, you do, actually. Uh, you can see the chain. It's kind of cutting into the throat of the creature because of how big it is right now. It kind of enlarged itself. Uh, but yeah, you see the, oh. the chain, yes. Oh, excellent. Let me help you with that. That seems uncomfortable. Um, and I take my dagger and I slice through the, right. the already strained gold chain. All right, roll a attack against it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a 14. Roll for damage. It's uh, a 1d4. Sorry. It's okay. Plus strength. Plus strength. We'll see if you get that it's off. It's a one. Plus strength. I'm down with this. Plus That's a two. All right. Oh, it's a two? Well, negative strength. Negative even, strength. Even negative strength. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you break the chain. Uh, unfortunately for you, you are very small, and you cannot hold on to this very large chain. It weighs quite a bit of... Oh, it does. It weighs quite a bit for someone who is six inches tall. Uh, the Ooh. chain falls into the water below the creature. That's fine. Yay! Um, 
Hooray! The, the room is... <laughs> That's just what I intended. The room is basically full of water at this point. Drifter, what would you like to do? Drifter, uh, well, I'm... I think for the sake of for the sake of game, I'm going to roll a perception check to see if I spotted this chain fall. Sure, roll. Before I go for me, that's going to be a nice uh, twenty-four. You see it immediately. In fact, you see it drop the second she cuts it, and you actually reach out. Bubbles like go around your hand. That's how fast you move, and you grab the chain immediately. All right, and seeing as his weapons are mostly gun-based and mm -hmm. his knife skills are not great underwater drifter will make what might seem an odd move and kind of flee that's fine he's roll, going to swim for the elevator roll an athletics check to the elevator oh god it's gonna be 12 uh that is enough to get you to the elevator you uh arrive at the elevator and begin fumbling with the keys you can roll on your turn to try to find the right one sounds good uh the creature now moves over to one of the walls and rather than attacking any of you it presses one of its hands. Am I still on it? You are still on it. I'm at the back. Yeah, it is, you're basically underwater at this point. Mm -hmm. It presses a starfish on the wall that sort of pushes inwards. And as it does so, one of the sort of murals on the floor in the middle of the room opens up by a mechanical device, and you see a large bladed fan begins to slowly whir faster and faster and faster. And each of you now needs to make an athletics check to not be pulled under. Specifically athletics? Yes. And if you're if you are hold if you are on something or holding on to something, you will do better on it. But Okay, I'm on the Is there anything thing. on the elevator door I'm gonna grab? You can grab onto the grates of the elevator door. That's fine. Can I can I just be rooted to the floor because I am in I think that's fair. Yeah, you have natural yeah. I, I was gonna give you a bonus anyway, Josh. I think oh, I that's mean fair. I I'm happy to roll with the bonus. No, no, yeah, you will. Uh, roll in athletics. Okay. Drifter rolled an 18. So that is, well, the, well, that is a, uh, that is a seven. Uh, you can just barely hold on, okay. Chosh. Um, it's not a, it's not an advantage. It's just a straight oh, okay. bonus. Chosh, you are pulled, you are pulled five feet towards it. You dig your heels into the ground, kind of like scuffing them back as you try to, you know, like comically run away from it. Uh, but you know, you, you aren't pulled exactly into the fan. What did you get, Lola? I thought you said I had a bonus. Yeah, it's a just a straight bonus. What'd you get? It's an eight. It's an eight. Uh, Lola, you're very small right now, mm -hmm. which does not help because you are much more affected by the mm. pull of the fan. But I'm holding on to the monster, and he's backed into the corner, and so I'm in the corner. You fly. You are at the no! edge of the fan right now. Josh, you may roll a acrobatics check to try does, to grab your friend. Does Josh see me? I will, I will <laughs> so move out my massive giant Josh hand and catch Lola. With a seventeen, did you actually? I got wow. a thirteen plus very four. Good. Yeah, that's that's very good. That is enough. You reach out your hand like a catcher's mitt, and you please right into the hand. Please don't, please don't <laughs> clench your fist. Please don't clench your fist. Please. Uh, I assume you like take her and like kind of cradle her close because you don't want her just flying away. Yes, yeah, I, I will shield her from the uh, the current. Yeah, like a spider you actually picked up. You now have this tiny little Lola in your hand. Uh, but it makes it much harder for you to keep your footing now, Chosh. It is now still the monster's turn, and it is going to swim towards you, Chosh. And it is going to attack. Um, it is going to attack with only a bite attack. And it will get a bite off of you. The tentacles sort of part going to the left and right, allowing the jaw to bite at you. But your metal armor will provide some protection, of course. You only take three damage. 
Um, you see little bits of blood from the parts where you're impaled by its teeth that sink so deep into your armor. Oh. Uh, but you are okay aside from that. We are now at the top of the order, which is you, Josh. What would you like okay, to do? Um, I would love to um, exit the situation. <laughs> so potions don't work underwater. What can I... Nope. I, I mean, I suppose I could just walk around the fan. All right. With holding Lola. Of course. Uh, roll an athletics check. Okay. And I, I sort of like clunk, clunk on the uh, floor. Yeah. You're going to take a minus two penalty because you can't use your arm. Okay, so that's Ooh. eight uh, plus four is 12, minus two is 10. All right, so you 10 is the bare minimum in order to not be sucked into the fan at all times. Mm-hmm. So you make it basically to the door. Drifter, it is, uh, I'm going to say that Lola probably doesn't have any actions you can do. She can help us, and she can see what kind of I would like moral is. support. Can I send her through the lock mechanism? <laughs> keep going, Josh! Keep doing Josh! Please, <laughs> Josh, please keep uh, going. Only Josh, bubble, my dear, please. Only bubbles pour out of your mouth. Uh, <laughs> say investigation. Uh, yeah, what? that's great. It's water breathing. Yeah, it doesn't mean water. Can you speak I underwater? I will also oh. have bubbles pour out of my mouth in solidarity. Oh, no. <laughs> What'd you get? That's a five. Uh, you fiddle through the keys. Uh, keep. You try uh, three of them. You do not find any. They are still, uh, there are still uh, nine keys left. <laughs> the creature is going to try to move towards you, but no. it also has to roll to stay out of there. It doesn't. Yay! Uh, but it will attack you at the same time. Chosh. And I'm feeling very bullied. Uh, one of the tentacles grabs onto one of your legs, Chosh, and it begins pulling you. As the creature itself has pulled someone into the fan, you see huge jets of blood ooze out from one of the wounds as it is being chopped up as the fan as it slowly pulls you in with it. Drifter, one of the tentacles wraps around your arm as well, but then your ghostly knight comes over. Have at you! And it doesn't seem to be affected at all by the water, and it just cuts through the tentacle. I was going to say, I Yay! think it's funny that the ghost knight can still talk. <laughs> yeah, he, he can, he can I talk. I was wondering fine. what happened to him. That's what oh, happens to ghosts underwater. They still talk. He's, he's still fine. around. Yeah, he sticks around. You ever seen a ghost underwater? Yeah, uh, they're okay. They Tra- do just I've never fine. seen a ghost above water. Josh, you're being pulled into the fan right now. Primarily, like I would who? like to not be pulled into the fan. That's my biggest uh, pet peeve at this moment. So, um... I would like to bite the tentacle that is binding me. All right. Uh, if, that is if a, I may. That is a difficult thing, so roll. It better be high, because you're kind well, of doing some... Where is it? It's grabbing onto your leg. Where is it? And you're holding oh, me. it's grabbing onto my leg? Oh, logistically, that sounds more difficult. Uh, all right. I guess biting off my own leg is probably less practical. Um, <laughs> you're, a bit of, you're not that flexible of a fellow, I don't think. Uh... You don't want 127 hours in? I'm going to try and, like, kick away. All right. That's just a strength check. Why don't you do that? Okay. I'm also, I'm also a little 14. concerned that, you know, Winster's dead. I got 14. Uh, Chosh, the tentacle is, the whole creature is basically through. It's just the head that's above it. And the head is basically decapitated as it's pulling you down. You see one of the tentacles is starting to pull you down. You're grasping. You have to let go of one of your hands to grab onto the side to not be pulled in. You're holding on desperately as the blade pulls you and pulls you and pulls you as that tentacle gets tighter and tighter and tighter around your leg. You can feel... You can feel the metal constricting and even bending under the weight of the tentacle, and eventually it it lets go. The fan continues to whir, and you slowly right yourself as you head towards the elevator. Drifter, without any time pressure, you're able to get the key holding on to the grate the, the entire while. You all swim inside of the elevator. You pull a lever. 
you walk. I, I'm being held, please. And Lola's being only drifted. You make ways. your way inside the elevator in your own ways. And you, <laughs> the ghost, wa- the ghost, does the ghost swim or does he walk? The, What's his the ghost actually fades away at this point. <gasps> it gives you a salute. No! And replaces its sword as you all begin to descend deeper into the facility. Join us again for the next exciting episode of Tabletop Theater in episode 30, Jailbreak Part 2. No one ever asked what the dandy boys ever looked like. I just want to point that out. They're not human. <laughs> are, are, they, are they manatees? They, they, could, be man- they could all be manatees. Uh, obviously, Peppermint Perry, Spearmint Sperry, both sardines, obviously. Uh, Captain Fondant, Walrus, obviously. Just want to point that out. That one makes sense. Yeah, that makes that, a lot of sense. Like, right? I don't care about anything else. William They're all, Taffy, human, though. But I, I get Walrus. William Taffy, though. Anyway, we're going to... That, that, this is the, this is the matter. <laughs> um, 